So we did another biopsy and the cancer was gone. Wow. And I was ecstatic and my diagnosis was changed and everything changed from that moment on. I was expecting it. But I was still surprised that this worked. I was like, oh my God, this <laughs> that, that, that food really is medicine. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to the Plant-Based Curious Podcast, a place to explore and discover the plant-based and vegan lifestyle. Each week, we'll talk about our own stories and real discoveries alongside our experts and experienced guests about changing behaviors, whole food living, nutrition, and the amazing facts and positive curiosities about veganism. We're here for you as a guide and a place to gather resources. But with the simple click of our subscribe button, you're allowing yourself a little time and good energy to listen, laugh, and indulge in the lifestyle you may love. Please welcome your host, a certified holistic coach and plant-based lifestyle believer, Diane Randall. Hello, and welcome to the Plant-Based Curious Podcast, where we explore all things plant-based. Today, we have a very special guest joining us, Dr. Ruby Lathan. She is a holistic nutritionist who healed herself of thyroid cancer through a plant-based diet. Today, I'm so excited to talk to Dr. Ruby, not only about her plant-based journey, but also I wanted her to talk about how she broke her cheese addiction and how others can follow in her footsteps towards a healthier lifestyle. Dr. Ruby, thank you so much for joining us today. Well, thank you for having me. I'm happy to join and and have a fun conversation here. Well, I I cannot talk about cheese until I I really want to hear your your journey, your plant-based journey, healing your thyroid cancer. Right, right. So yeah, happy to share. So that was started back in about 2007 when I was diagnosed with thyroid cancer. I was very shocked uh, with that diagnosis, but I didn't want to do the surgery and and have to be on medication. I just had a very visceral reaction to being dependent upon a pharmaceutical drug forever. So, so I said I know there's a better way, so let me let me research and find out. Other people have been healed of cancer naturally, so I was like if they can do it, I can do it, and I'm going to figure out what they did or what the protocol is. And so I started researching and a lot of information about diet and particularly plant-based diets came up and it made a lot of sense. The science backed it up and I decided to to make that change. And the interesting thing is I wasn't eating much meat at all, mostly just a little bit of fish, but mostly a lot of dairy products, a lot of processed food, a lot of processed soy, um, but heavy on the cheese, eggs kind of products. So in place of, you know, other animal protein. So that is something I did have to give up. And I have to say the hardest part was giving up the cheese, you know, the dairy, the products besides cheese were easy, all of that. So eggs, all that was easy. It was just, and you know, the little bit of fish wasn't a big deal at all. So it was the cheese. So I gave myself this year time frame to allow the healing to happen. And so I, I, you know, switched the diet, switched to plant-based, learned a lot about how to use food as medicine and how to use what 
herbs help and what supplements help. And it was kind of a, it was a process. I didn't have all the answers all at once. It was a step-by-step, okay, let me try this. I'm going to try this now. I'm going to do this now. But the main thing was really keeping my mental health up and not letting fear take over. And so part of that was getting a new doctor who would go with what I was doing and just monitor because the initial doctor was, he was very adamant about Mm -hmm. me having surgery and trying to instill a lot of fear every time to visit. So I said, no, I'm going to get a new doctor. So long story short, halfway through, I stopped, I said, I'm done with the research. I'm just going to follow a plan and let that work. And I started meditating and visualizing the healing happening. And my thyroid responded by shrinking to its normal size. Tumor was still there. But about six months after that, I felt like I was healed. And I said to the doctor, I let's do another biopsy, even though I thought the tumor would just like shrink away. It didn't. But I said, you know, sometimes that's not how it happens. It just becomes benign. So we did another biopsy and the cancer was gone. Wow. And I was ecstatic and my diagnosis was changed and everything changed from that moment on. I was expecting it. But I was still surprised that this worked. I was like, oh my God, this <laughs> that, that that food really is medicine. <laughs> yes. yes. Wow. Wow. So that started the journey into the plant-based lifestyle, plant-based career, plant-based helping people do the same thing and just live their best lives, starting with having really good health. And not just with cancer, but with just anything, because there's so many remedies that happen from just our diet and so many things that are caused by our diet and lifestyle that we can eliminate by changing that. So that's that's what I do now. And I have to say with getting back to your question about the cheese, I was kind of started with, okay, I'm not going to have cheese in the house. So I won't be tempted. I'll just go and if I'm eating out. And then that really wasn't working. I said, I'm just going to cut it off and go for like a month or 21 days at least. And after that time period, I didn't want it anymore. So. You, you didn't have cravings for it? No, because what I, was, what I was doing, number one, I realized that the hormones and things that are in cheese are very addictive. Mm. I mean, and that it triggers oxytocin release, which makes you feel bonded to that. And that's the purpose of that is so that the baby cow will bond with the mother and Mm -hmm. continuously feed for its own survival. So when humans get it, it just makes us feel addicted to the cheese. (laughs) Okay. And that's why everybody's so in love with cheese because of those the hormones get re- get released when we eat it. The high fat content and the salt content together also triggers dopamine release. And so there's a there's a whole little chemical reaction that's going on when you eat cheese. So it's not just happenstance that everyone is so in love with and addicted to cheese. It's marketing, yes, but it's also a physiological addiction. And then emotional too, because everybody, we have all the cheese, cheese, cheese commercials. Right, right. Everybody has a love affair with that. So we have several things happening that makes it an addiction. Right. So breaking it for at least 21 to 28, 30 days gives your body a chance to release physically that addiction because it's like having a little crack every two weeks. (laughs) 
you know, get you off of the crack. You know? Right. And Cut it's it all together. And it's so interesting you say that because I've interviewed and talked to people in the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. And the biggest question, and that's why I was so excited that I was going to talk mm-hmm. to you, is that this lady said, I don't consider myself plant based or vegan because I still eat cheese. Mm-hmm. That is like one of the biggest things yeah, to let go of. One. It is yeah. a huge one. Yeah. Huge so one. that and that's why. So you have to like just break it, break up for at least 30 days. <laughs> Give yourself that breathing room so you don't keep going back. And then you need to find some good replacements. That was the other thing. The emotional part of the cheese and milk thing for me was thinking about all the things you can't eat that normally have cheese and milk in it, like sweets and even like potato salad that's got mayo and eggs in it and all the stuff, you know, mac and cheese, carrot cake. There's so much stuff that you think, oh, I can't eat it. So you you have a mental block about it. But when you realize that you can make all those things and they taste sometimes even better, then you can release it emotionally. And because I really, I had a mental block that I don't want to give up bread and cheese and eat all the stuff that has it in there. So, so what, what did you, what are some examples of what you replaced the cheese with that, that made it delicious and worth giving up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So when I went plant-based in 2007, 2008, they didn't have all these substitutes on the market. Right. So there was nothing. There was no cheese. There was no vegan cheese on the market. So it's like, you just not eating cheese. Or they might've had one that was very bad. I, the, you know, I can tell you I've been plant-based and vegan for 20 years. The cheese was awful. It was terrible. It was hard. So might as well not have any. Exactly. So, 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 but then I learned how to make cashew cheese. Oh. And I was like, oh, oh, now we're getting somewhere. <laughs> we can make creamy sauces with this. I can make something similar to it because I loved French onion dip. And I was like, what French onion dip? So I'm like, okay, I can make something similar, the heavy creaminess of like a fettuccine Alfredo with the cashews. Then I was like, oh, we can do this now. Oh, wow. You know, I was like, oh, we can have fettuccine Alfredo with just using a cashew recipe. (laughs) We're, it's gravy now. And I learned how to make a nacho cheese sauce with the cashew cheese. And so that was, the cashew cheese was like a lifesaver. I was like, oh, Oh, that is so awesome. And for people listening, I mean, you talked about some of the same foods that mm-hmm. they could probably eat is just yeah. changing One out. One of the foods that I loved is mm-hmm. like, this is a weird combination, but I love grilled cheese with pickles and then a side of maple syrup, the sweet and savory. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so you're still getting your sweet and savory, but yeah, a different so I was way. like, how can I do grilled cheese with that? But when the cashew cheese, oh, I was like, oh, we can have grilled cheese again. We're good. I can do this for life now. So yeah. awesome. So yeah. I want to talk about what the health I saw it. I saw it when the documentary, when it first came mm-hmm. out and I, I did see you, but then when <laughs> I reached out to you, I went back and I watched it again. Oh, and okay. Your interview was just so, so moving because mm-hmm. you talked about diabetes, which mm-hmm. is, which is huge to yeah. millions and millions of people. So that really touched me in a, 
in a way because I know how many people are affected. So if someone's on the fence today listening to this Mm -hmm. podcast, what advice would you give them for going plant-based? So most of it is mental. So so get your mind together (laughs) that you can do this. But part of what I had to do was reiterate my why, especially Mm. with cheese. Why am I not eating it? Why? Because I needed to remind myself in the early weeks of it. And I'm like, oh, because it's mucus producing, because it's the the industry is terrible. It's harmful to the baby cows and the mother. It's very abusive. It creates inflammation in my body. There's pus in it. Mm -hmm. Yada, yada, yada. It's food. It can feed cancer. So by the time I went through this list, I'm just basically reprogramming my mind about what food is and what's good for me. And so reprogramming your mind then makes it easy because you remove the desire. And when the desire is not there, you're not battling with yourself. And so, so understanding your why you're doing it and the great benefits of it, reading enough books or watching enough movies to really understand the science behind it. So you know why you're doing what you're doing, because you'll have all these pop up sudden, suddenly people who never talked about nutrition ever say, if you're going vegan, they'll say, is that healthy? Right. Oh my they'll goodness. see you eating Coke, drinking Coke and <laughs> burgers and never say a word about right. it. Oh. Mm. Knowing you have diabetes or something, that's say a word. Yeah. So people are just, and that's because we've been sold a, a lie about what's food and what's not and what's healthy and what's not. And so people just don't understand. So you have to educate yourself so you can withstand the onslaught that sometimes comes with making a dietary. And it is an onslaught. It's a constant onslaught. So like you said, it's mental. Mm -hmm. And part of that is, and I tell people, it it really takes courage. That was my experience to be Mm -hmm. plant-based and vegan in a world (laughs) that's really not, for the most part, on board with not eating animals. So you you have to know your why, because you're going to go the restaurants that have nothing and you're with friends or you're going to have to cobble together some things from the side. Right. But it's doable. It's doable and it'll get easier. And then you need to have some tried and true recipes so that you don't feel like I can't eat anything. Right. Right. And and it's a process, correct? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It is a process. So how can listeners connect with you? Talk about your food business. Yeah. So a couple of years ago started, well, about two years ago, started Ruby Red's Vegan, which is an organic food delivery service here in the Washington, D.C., Maryland, Virginia area right now. Mm-hmm. And it was to help folks who just said, I love the recipes, but I can't cook. Can you cook for me? And so I got that request so many times. Oh, like, wow. I'm just going to start making the food. And I did pop ups and things and people really liked my food. And cooking classes and all of that. So I decided to, you know, start that service for people who really need it. And those who just want health, a healthy food option without having to prepare the food. So it's ready to eat, ready to go. It's healthy. It follows the principles of a whole food plant-based diet. So you don't have to worry about artificial ingredients and lots of oil and lots of salt and all that. It's, but it tastes good because you have to know how to season food. And I'm actually really good in doing that. (laughs) So that's that's why I started the service. So we deliver weekly meals that you can choose what meal plan that works for you. That is so awesome. I live in Chicago, so I'm missing out. <laughs> yeah, hopefully we are the wheels are turning for shipping. So okay. taking baby steps into seeing how that will work for us. 
So hopefully soon we'll have some more answers and be nationwide. I hear you. That sounds so awesome. So what's one thing you can leave the curious with in looking at a plant-based diet or at least trying something new? Mm -hmm. So what I did was kind of try, start it with veganizing like my favorite recipe like something that I love to eat, like lasagna. I was like, can we make this vegan and still taste good? So I suggest doing, trying something like that, but follow, you know, maybe we're an author, a cookbook author, somebody or videos that have good reviews because not everyone (laughs) cooks the same. So look for something that's got some good reviews and something that resonates with you. And, And it just, it just gives you that extra assurance that you can do this because now you have replaced your usual thing with something that is at least reminiscent of that. And it can help get you through those times where you're thinking this is too much or too hard. And then I said, get some support from either like a a vegan friendly group or someone or folks that you know that you can bounce things off of so you don't feel so isolated. So how can listeners learn? How can listeners learn more from you about your work and your food business? Sure. Best way is my via my website, which is my name, rubylathan.com. So you can go there and there's a link to the food delivery service there. There's a link to upcoming events and and to my online courses. I have a cancer recovery course for those who can't do the coaching, individual coaching with me. You can do the, the online cancer course, which is a video course with me walking you through the steps. I also have a wonderful course called How to Get Out of the Life You Created to help people get into the life that they really want, kind of a step-by-step process of kind of reinventing yourself, which is something that I did after the cancer, going from engineering and defense industry, living in New Mexico to doing what I do now. It was a it was a big shift. Oh, yeah. So that course helps you walk you through that and inspire you to do the do what you really want to do. Oh, wow. That sounds so beautiful. I really want to thank you for being here on Plant-Based Curious, sharing your story, your insights, your journey, and letting listeners know how they can break up with the cheese addiction. (laughs) That's a big one. That's a big one. Walking papers. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you, Dr. Latham. Dr. Ruby Latham, for sharing your story and insights with us today. To learn more about Dr. Ruby and her resources, you can see the links in the podcast episode description. And don't forget to tune in next time for another episode of the Plant-Based Curious Podcast. Thank you for joining us on the Plant-Based Curious Podcast. We really hope you've enjoyed our discoveries, experiences, and resources about the plant-based vegan lifestyle. Remember to click that subscribe button so you can join in on our future conversations. Until next time, allow yourself a little time and good energy. 